I entered the world at Mill Road Hospital in Liverpool on the 30th of November 1966. I was the fourth child of Ernie and Kathleen Bishop, with my siblings in order of appearance, being Eddie, five years older than me, Kathy, four years older than me, and Carol, who was only one year older than me. Carol had spent most of the first year in hospital, having developed problems eating, which was eventually diagnosed with celiac disease. In fact, on the night that I was born, my dad had been in hospital visiting my sister. I'm sure my dad would have been in hospital anyway to welcome my arrival into the world, although in 1966, men did not participate in the birth, as is now the fashion. Having attended the birth of my own three sons, I realised how effectual I was. Despite spending months in antenatal classes being taught that whilst in the throes of labour, my wife would really appreciate having me in her face telling her to breathe. I'm not suggesting men should not participate in some way, and I'm not belittling the wonderfully emotional experience. But really, has any woman ever forgotten to breathe during childbirth? I can't imagine there are any maternity wards around the world where expectant fathers are being handed babies by a sad-looking nurse and finding their joy of fatherhood tarnished by the nurse saying, You have a beautiful new child, but I'm afraid we lost your wife. She simply forgot to breathe and because we were all busy at the other end we never even noticed. If only you'd been there to remind her. Anyway, in the 1960s, men didn't have to put themselves through all that. They just waited until the mother and baby were prepared and presented. The man to whom I was presented, my father, Edward Ernest Bishop, at the time worked on the tugs in the Liverpool docks, guiding the numerous ships that arrived in one of Europe's busiest ports. Liverpool in the 1960s was said to be the place where it was all happening, but for my mum and dad the swinging 60s basically involved getting married and having kids. My parents had grown up around the corner from each other on a council estate in Heighton and had not bothered with anyone else from the moment they became childhood sweethearts. My mum still has a birthday card that my dad gave her for her 15th birthday, which I think is a beautiful thing and something I know won't happen in the future as the practice of writing cards is coming to an end. I can't imagine young girls of today keeping text messages or Facebook posts sent to them by their current boyfriends. Having said that, for the sake of the planet, the giant padded cards and teddy bears with love hearts on the front bought by the teenage boys of my generation in an attempt to get a group on Valentine's Day are probably best left as things of the past in order to conserve the rainforest. Although the quilted front could easily be recycled as a comfortable bed. My parents were married as teenagers and shortly afterwards started having children. That seemed to be the way with everyone I knew when I was a child. I didn't know anybody whose parents hadn't done the same thing. I remember being at school when I was 13 years of age and my mate Mark telling me that his dad was having a 60th birthday party. I fell off my chair laughing at the image of a father being the same age as what I considered a granddad. My dad was young enough for me to play in the same Sunday league side as him when I was 16, although I was under strict instructions to call him Ernie. Apparently shouting, Dad, pass, wasn't considered cool in the Sunday league circles of the early 1980s. Having young parents had a massive impact on the way I saw the world, and perhaps was the driving force behind me wanting to have children myself very shortly after I got married. Although, to be fair, that may well be the result of me being a better shot than I anticipated. When I entered the world, my dad was 24 and my mum was 23. 
They had four children, all born in the month of November. I thought the fact that we were born in November was just a coincidence. It wasn't until I was married myself and I became aware of the rhythms of marriage that I realised the month of November comes nine months after Valentine's Day. If you're married, you'll know what I mean. If you're not, you will do one day. The first eight months of my life were spent living a few doors away from the hospital on Mill Road in a house that my dad had bought from a man in a pub for 50 quid. You could do that sort of thing in the 1960s. The house was about a mile from the city centre and proved to be perfectly placed as it allowed my parents the opportunity to walk to the hospital to see my sister Carol in between looking after the rest of us. As Carol